almost no one raises the real issue of tax avoidance, right? And of the rich just not paying their fair share. I mean, it feels like I'm at a firefighters conference and no one's allowed to speak about water. Today we walk into this house with an iconic South African plant, the Alu Ferox. We must take the bitter with the sweet. It is a matter that uh, uh, is under consideration. And all I would say is that watch this space. Welcome to this week's episode of the SA Money Report. This financial podcast is brought to you by Fin24 and hosted by Deputy Editor Ahmed Arif. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come gather closer around the campfire. You've heard us at SA Money Report regale you with all the latest in the ongoing Steinhoff saga. We know people want justice. We know people want their money back. But we also know that a lot of people want to see former CEO Marcus Joester behind bars. Well, things are getting very interesting. But let's not waste time. Let's have Fin24's investigative journalist extraordinaire and resident Steinhoff expert Jan Kronje help us understand the latest news in the Steinhoff story. Hi there, Jan. So before we delve into the big stuff, can you lay the groundwork for our listeners about what is actually happening at Sanoff? There was a recent court ruling in their favour. What is that about and what are the implications of it? Hi, Ahmed. Yes, a lot has happened at Steinhoff recently and a great deal has happened since Marcus Joester resigned in late 2017 and it's certainly become very difficult to keep track of every twist and turn but um, as for the latest developments, the court ruling you mentioned that went in Steinhoff's favor was for a multi-billion rand financial settlement with claimants. And these are the people who lost out when its share price fell off a cliff a few years ago. Now, Steinhoff wanted to put all the court cases and legal challenges that sprang up from the accounting scandal behind it And it did so by gathering together everyone that was suing it or or threatening to sue it into a single process. And it offered them round about 25 billion to drop their court cases. Now that that 25 billion, Ahmed, that's going to be split between thousands, possibly tens of thousands of claimants who've been divided into different classes according to the strength of their claims. But in any case, Steinhoff was successful and the claimants voted for the settlement and um, a court approved it. And recently, um, the date passed whereby it cannot be appealed anymore. Um, So the payouts can now start, Ahmed, although we don't have details yet on who will get what and uh, when. We've spoken about this previously, Jan. But could you remind our listeners who is Malcolm King and why Steinhoff pursuing him in the UK? I mean, Malcolm King is a, is a British businessman and a, and a business partner of Marcus Joester. Now, Steinhoff claims that he and Joester conspired in what it has described as a fraudulent scheme to move um, about 1.6 billion out of Steinhoff via what it says are sham loans. Um, and it's brought a civil court action against King, his son, Nicholas King, um, and their company called Formal Holdings in the UK. 
Um, now, King has denied this, and while he says, yes, indeed, he does know Yosta, and, you know, they did some business together, he wasn't involved in any fraud, and anyway, can't be held responsible for anything that happened at Steinhoff, which he doesn't know anything about, because he was never an employee there. So that uh, is essentially King's take on, on uh, Steinhoff's court action. Jan, now on to the big thing. Steinhoff says in his latest papers uh, in the case against King that it has evidence that Uerster was involved in the plans to defraud it. What is this evidence and what does it show? So, I mean, Steinhoff says it has emails and it has in fact published extracts from half a dozen of them um, showing that Uerster and King were part of this fraud that it is claiming. Steinhoff says these mails show that Joester directed that funds be paid from companies in the Steinhoff stable as fake loans or sham loans to intermediary companies and finally onto the company Formal uh, that is owned by King. And uh, according to Steinhoff, at least, other emails then show that Joester helped direct how these funds should be paid on firstly from Steinhoff to the second company and then to King's company. Now, Joester was not officially involved in these, in these other two companies. Obviously, he was the CEO of Steinhoff, but he did not have an official position at this intermediary company called Fihag, which is registered in Switzerland, and at King's company. So what Steinhoff is, is trying to prove, Ahmed, is that Joester oversaw how funds would be sent out of Steinhoff to these third uh, parties, uh, kind of as the mind behind this whole fraudulent scheme. And as to what happened to the money, that's not really clear from the court docs, at least the ones I've seen, but Steinhoff says it wants it back. Uh, we must say here that the full emails have not been released, meaning that, uh, in theory at least, savvy lawyers may be able to argue that um, the um, extracts quoted in the court papers were, were taken out of context or misinterpreted or what have you. And uh, Ahmed Yusuf himself has not responded because he's not involved in the case. Um, at least he's not been cited as a defendant, uh, meaning he has not yet had to plead or give his version of events. So we don't know what his reaction is. Uh, but in the past, he has denied any wrongdoing related to his tenure as Steinhoff CEO. Jan, you mentioned this previously, but let's delve into this a bit deeper. What is What, what are the King's defense in all of these? Yeah, so the King's, I mean, are essentially saying that the loans that Steinhoff is describing as sham or fake loans were legitimate loans governed by real contracts that are legally binding. Um and they've also argued that Steinhoff keeps implying that they uh, have knowledge of what happened inside Steinhoff, which they claim that they uh, don't. So they say that as far as they were aware, Steinhoff was learning the money, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. As for the actual um, extracts from the emails, they have not specifically replied to Steinhoff's latest court papers. You know, in a court case, one party says something, the other party replies, then the first party, uh, party then, you know, replies to that, and it's a whole process. So we'll have to see what they say um, to these new specific allegations of the emails. But broadly, they're saying that um, these were legitimate transactions. Yes, they were friends with um, Yosta, but, you know, Yosta had a wide, uh, well, 
he used to have many people he did business with and um, you know Steinhoff learned the money so what it was all legal lastly Jan aside from the apparent smoking gun or mastermind evidence and the case not actually being against Joste himself do you think this is laying the groundwork for a more complete criminal case against Joste here in SA because you know this is the question everyone's really asking Yes, indeed, uh, uh, Ahmed, and that's the question that we've been asking too. And 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 I think it's really difficult to say. If, if I could just sum up quickly uh, what the status of various investigations against the US is. Uh, we know that Steinhoff is going after the kings in the UK, which US is not involved in, um, at least not as a defendant, but it has brought a separate civil suit against him here in South Africa in an attempt to claw back the salaries and bonuses that he was paid while he was still CEO. Uh, that case has not started yet. Um, in Germany, um, prosecutors have charged Joester, as well as three other people, with balance sheet fraud. Um, that The start of that case has actually been delayed somewhat by, by COVID-19 and travel restrictions, so it has also not started. And um, Joester, as I understand it, has not yet had to plead in that case, um, according to how German law works. Um, as for the Hawks, you know, we know that they have been, uh, and I'm still investigating Steinhoff here in South Africa, but they have not um, announced any charges yet um, against anyone. So, I mean, I think what is lying ahead of us is, is, is years and years of court cases, litigation, here in the UK, in Germany, um, and um, until there's some kind of resolution, unfortunately, for people that want to see you know, this move forward more quickly, um, I don't think at the moment, at least, there's much chance of that. That brings our show to an end. The music in this episode is courtesy of Getty Images and Epidemic Sound. This installment was produced with the help of always amazing Kayleen Morgan. Thank you for listening.